Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I hope that you were posted up in front of a TV or maybe you were attending one of these games in person. I know we have... Affiliates all over the country, from Green Bay to Las Vegas to Atlanta to Philadelphia to Southern California and certainly in Phoenix. We've got plenty of fans who are listening now. Maybe we're at these games uh, and got to experience the drama in person. But for the rest of us, slouches, (laughs) we were watching on TV and yet it was so much fun. And this is the time of the year where the electricity is ratcheted up. It's October, it's the fulcrum, and no shortage of fantastic moments and finishes from this Monday night. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. If we have to have Mondays, at least we get Mondays like this. And for the Diamondbacks, they may want to do a repeat. Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. That's the Diamondbacks. Because after blasting the Dodgers in the opener of their NLDS and chasing Clayton Kershaw before the top of the first inning was done, before they even had two outs in the top of the first inning, they're able to jump on the Dodgers early again in game number two. And so here are these Diamondbacks facing off against the big bad that is the Los Angeles Dodgers, who've won the NL West 75 years in a row and not intimidated. Seawald ready. And with two outs, brings home the 1-0 pitch. Wong swings, a drive to center. There's Thomas. He's got it. And the Arizona Diamondbacks have come into Los Angeles at Dodgers Stadium, and they've done the unthinkable. They have beaten the Dodgers twice in this best-of-five series. They will now come home to Chase Field for Game 3, and if necessary, Game 4, with a chance to beat the Dodgers in this National League Division Series. But they now have a commanding 2-0 lead over the Dodgers, winning tonight's ball game 4-2. Obviously, we feel good about it, but um, we will take nothing for granted. Uh, we will continue to stay humble and work very hard. Some of our guys have been in this spot before as far as facing elimination, and I think it just, you know, we just got to pitch better and, uh, you know, at times and, and uh, you know, take better bats. I think that we just got, we have the guys that can do it, and, um, you know, we just got to take better team at bats and uh, win the next game, win game three. And so, uh, you know, if we win game three, then we'll we'll pick up the pieces and go from there. But, uh, you know, we've won three games in a row. Uh, We're very familiar with this ball club. They're playing good baseball. And um, we got to find a way to, you know, flip the script. 
Tori Lovello and Dave Roberts, respective managers for the Diamondbacks and Dodgers. And right now it's little brother who has big brother in a chokehold. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Please find us on Twitter, After Hours CBS. If you haven't yet voted for Monday MVP, that poll is still ongoing. And before the show is done, we will give you the candidates for TD of the Week. With Week 5 in the NFL now in the books, we're going to focus on the Diamond drama and we're pleased to welcome Jody Jackson, who is a TV host and reporter with the Diamondbacks going back several years now. And Jody, man, they fight, they scratch, they claw just to get into October. And now one, two, three, four games on the road. All of them wins. They haven't lost since October began. What's gotten into these Diamondbacks? It is crazy, Amy. I mean, they we wondered uh, if they could flip a switch during that last homestand, that last three games against the Astros at Chase Field, where they really just couldn't seem to win a game. They couldn't get it. They couldn't hit. They weren't really pitching all that well. They actually pitched well in the first two. And you just Mark Grace and I, who do the we do the post game, and we did that that final regular season post game. And I asked him, can they flip a switch? And we really wondered, and, and they have completely flipped the switch back to a team that we saw early in the year, the team that was actually leading the NL West for um, the first couple months of the season. So really, if you think back to that, um, which, you know, I, I cover over 100 games, so I, I lived all of that. So to me, this isn't, it is still shocking. It, it is. But I saw the potential for this team. They are just rising to the occasion in every possible way. And when you look at the Brewers series, you definitely see a path where they, where they could have done what they did, and they did, but they swept them. And then, but now I think with Dodgers, just the track record over the last nine or ten years has not been great. And since the Dodgers have the, the crazy payroll this last decade or so, and people don't remember when the Dodgers used to be, you know, not very good. I do. Um, <laughs> I mean, 07, 08, 09, 10, 11, these are years that the D-backs were winning. But the last 10 years, it's been really tough, and the last couple of years in particular. So for them to really dominate the Dodgers in that first game and then really stay in control tonight in that game is very impressive. They outpitched them. I say that rather than outhit. They did outhit them 8-6. to six, But I really feel like they outpitched them in certain moments and, uh, and held that lineup down. That first game against the Dodgers, they blow up Clayton Kershaw, and he's out before he even gets two outs. And that happening there at Chavez Ravine. So there's a lot that's stunning. Where does the resiliency come from, Jody? Considering, as you point out, they lost their last four games in the regular season. They lost five of their last seven. Then they get into the playoffs, and boom, they're like a buzzsaw. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, it is amazing. I think it comes from some individuals on, on that team. Um, and some of them are, are really young, like Corbin Carroll. He is unflappable. There's nothing that he really can't do on a baseball field, and that kind of feeds into that feeling in the dugout um, that they can they can make things happen. And then the coaching staff. I mean, this coaching staff is so incredibly good at what they do. Let me take a moment to just give some kudos to the hitting coaches and the players for executing the game plan, both against Kershaw and Bobby Miller tonight in that they just controlled the zone. They were very disciplined at the plate. Um, They didn't, I mean, Carroll's first at bat tonight was was like that. And he had a couple at bats where he went to 0-2 to 3-2. He walked a couple of times early on in that game and that can change the game. And it did really prove to be the difference tonight in getting that three to nothing lead 
And, you know, going on to win four to two, um, past that first inning, LA outscored Arizona two to one, but you get that first inning cushion and everything is just, everything just works in a much better fashion. Um, especially when you can get their starter out after one and two thirds, but the resiliency, yeah, back to your question, it, it comes from some very young sources where you wouldn't think they would have that kind of maturity. It comes from some veteran leadership that's on in that dugout, like Evan Longoria, for example, right. and Tommy Pham, actually, as well. You know, Pham had a great game um, the other night. And so, and then the coaches is coaching, again, Tori Lovello, Jeff Bannister, Brent Strom. They've been coaching these guys up all year long, and you, you really see it with this young group. Corbin Carroll is a young superstar. He seems to be in the middle of everything the Diamondbacks do. That Brewers series, he sparks their rallies both times. What do fans across the country need to know about Corbin Carroll? Gosh, there's there's a lot to know. He's an interesting guy. He is very process-oriented. It goes back to, at least for me, because I, I've done a couple of shows with him or and one in particular that was really a biography with him and some really spent some time with him talking about you know how he fell in love with baseball what his process is who's influenced him and Ichiro Suzuki is the guy that he growing up in Seattle loved him loved the the way that he approached the game he got a chance to meet him in the process of kind of that pre-draft in 2019, you know, of course, Seattle was looking at him. Um, the Diamondbacks are very grateful, by the way, that they were able to get him at number 16 overall. We heard from day one how they loved him, and they were so glad to get him. But he's just – there's there's a lot to know. He's, he's a great kid, fan. The family is wonderful. You know, his mom and dad were on the field after they clinched. And I'm getting all my – I'm getting a little bit of my celebrations mixed up. Did I see them in <laughs> Milwaukee, too? I probably – I saw them in Milwaukee as well. Got to see a lot of the families. It's just a wonderful group. Um, the organization's done a great job drafting some of these guys. Uh, his sister, he and his sister are really close, so that was cool to see as well. But he's he's extremely driven. He's it's he's not cocky, but he's very confident. You know, he was asked on one of our shows when he hit the uh, stolen base mark, he hit forty, and they were like, "Are you looking? You know, you think you could get to fifty? He's like, "Well, why not? You know, he, he didn't say it like that, but you know, he's just." He just is always pushing. There's really no limit for him. And that's why it's crazy to think about this year. He's going to win NL Rookie of the Year. And what can he do? Well, he, who knows? He can, do, he can do so much. And I think the other thing, Amy, is just the power that he has. Like, a lot of people underestimated the power. Um, you know, he had, like, 20 home runs pretty early on in this season. And pretty quickly you realize, you know, he, he's got power along with the speed and all the other skills. So uh, he's been fantastic. Jody Jackson is a Diamondbacks host and reporter with us here after hours on CBS Sports Radio. What is the atmosphere going to be like there at Chase Field come game three? Oh, I'm excited. I actually get a little bit of a chill thinking about it. You know, I've been here, Amy, since 2000. Uh, I got here right before the World Series. Ah. So great timing on my part, (laughs) right? Um, And that was electric. I, you know, you don't even know what you're stepping into with that and uh, you know they the team was new everyone was on board and you know and here they are again in the playoffs after six years of not only not being in the playoffs since 2017 but really having a couple of horrible years I mean we all know the COVID situation was was terrible and baseball suffered the team in 2021 was just everything went wrong I mean they had injuries 
they didn't they didn't have quite as talented a group as as they wanted to have and then they started to come around last year near the end of the season and they had 74 wins and you could see Corbin Carroll coming up everyone's going to be excited here in the state of Arizona here in the valley uh, you know, and it's sold that they announced a, a couple of hours ago, maybe two hours ago, maybe three hours ago, that it is sold out, which is not a surprise. Nice. Uh, I would hope I would hope it would be sold out, of course, when you get the playoff baseball back in town. And, and in 2017, you know, they had the one home game because it was back when the wild card was one game. And it was an unbelievable game. My my kids um, who are teenagers now, but they were pretty little. They remember it. <laughs> it was uh, when Archie Bradley, the relief pitcher, hit a triple in that game. And people talk about to this day how loud it was that moment. So it, it builds. You think about fans. That's how you build fans, right, for a team that's only 25 years old. And so now – it's going to be the same opportunity here against the Dodgers hmm. who have been so tough. And, you know, you just get like Alec Thomas said the other day, you feel like baby brother, like they've been tired of being sort of bullied around by the Dodgers. And how unbelievable would it be to be able to close them out? Um, you know, whether it's tomorrow or Thursday and, and do it here at home and head to the NLCS. It's really a dream it's turning into a dream season for these D-backs. How does the pitching stack up now moving forward? Well, so now you've got you've got Kelly ready to go for um, game four. And Brandon, I know they haven't announced this, but I think it makes sense. I don't think it's a big secret. Brandon Fott was the other, you know, there's kind of three guys, right? <laughs> so it's, it's Zach Gallen, Merrill Kelly, and then the rookie Brandon Fott, who pitched in Milwaukee. They had a pretty quick hook on him. He did get hit hit around a little bit he's been really good in some games and then there's some games where you know he's been hit he's he's learning he's he's got good stuff he's got a sweeper that he likes to rely on and um he was dominating in the minor leagues uh for the Diamondbacks and he's just had a little bit of an up and down season but he's had great potential so I think I all all signs point to that Troy Lavello probably I guess would announce the starter tomorrow it seems like it'll be Lance Lynn for the Dodgers I think everybody's got a quick hook, right? Like Dave Roberts, we saw tonight. I mean, he, sure. had, he probably never thought he would have to go get uh, Clayton Kershaw after one out and then Bobby Miller after one and two thirds. So things are not going the way the Dodgers wanted to uh, pitching wise. So far, so good for the D-backs who have not really had to extend anyone crazy usage for anyone and that's when they're at their best this bullpen now that they've added ryan thompson i know these are not household names so i know your listeners <laughs> may not know who that they saw him tonight if they were watching ryan thompson andrew saul frank has been really good he's a young rookie and then you know adding paul seawald at the trade deadline and then kevin ginkle who's the eighth inning guy has been really good that has been the the most functional part of uh the bullpen, the thing that's made the bullpen go and be really dominant this last uh, few weeks of the season and into the postseason. The Diamondbacks TV host and reporter Jody Jackson in the wake of the D-backs surprising the Dodgers with two wins in L.A. now heading home with an opportunity to close out and move into the National League Championship Series. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. How did the Diamondbacks find stability in their front office? Because there were some iterations there was turnover there for a few years hiring mike hazen and his group uh and of course mike brought tori lovello with him from boston has been a fantastic move i know it again we talked about those downtimes in 2020 and 2021 
Um, and even the trade of Paul Goldschmidt, you know, things did not not look good there for a bit. You, you hate to see a guy like Paul Goldschmidt go. But they got to the playoffs in their first year here, which was they were hired at the end of the 16th season. And a great move. And they've stuck together. And they've backed, you know, you know Ken Kendrick, Derek Hall. They have stood by um, Mike. And it's been well documented, Mike losing his wife to um, brain cancer, which was just obviously a horrible and tragic situation. And the fact that he, the Hazen family and the Lavello uh, family stuck very close during that time, really the whole organization and uh, helping Mike through that difficult time. And, and he continued to uh, work for this franchise as much as he could. And, and it is really, you know, I think that's what's made this whole thing so much sweeter. Uh, it's been written about how the celebrations have been so epic. And uh, I think it really is a celebration for this front office and this coaching staff to be able to come through that dark time, uh, both personally and off, off the field and on the field, really make every, have everything come together. The Diamondbacks have been up and down even prior to, um, you know, they had some going to the playoffs in 11 with Kevin Towers as the GM there. And, you know, the late, great Kevin Towers uh, really put that things together quickly after a really bad 10 season. And then they got back to the playoffs in 11. And then they had some rough years. And then they, they come back with, with what looks to be, you know, a really successful group, a very functional group. They all pull together on the same rope. Um, when I talk about Mike Hazen and assistant general manager, Almiel Sade, Mike Fitzgerald, just to name a couple of people in the front office. And then Tori Lavella, Tori and Mike being so close really helps. And so I think the front office situation and, and Mike and Amiel and, and um, Mike Fitzgerald getting signed to extensions in Milwaukee the other day. Well, I don't know if they actually signed papers in Milwaukee the other day. <laughs> But the news came out, and I think Tori, of course, will be right behind. That will happen next. And, and it's great news for D-backs fans because that stability, uh, and Derek Hall's talked about this, the president and CEO of the D-backs, is that we've made mistakes before with making a, maybe a rash decision and, and letting someone go that was going to go off and be successful. And Bob Melvin comes to mind uh, when he was the manager here and, and then, you know, after a rough patch was let go. And they know now. They know what they have in this group, and they uh, they want to keep them here. As a group, how confident are they, Jody? I mean, man, you've seen them. I mean, you can see it through. You know, I, I think the nation watching can see it through the cameras, the smiles, the the joy. Uh, one thing that <laughs> I laughed the other day, I was like, the cameras have to get the uh, Geraldo Perdomo, Alec Thomas little celebration after every game, and <laughs> and like you said, they're four and zero. They haven't had a postseason loss yet, so. You've seen a celebration. They look confident to me. Um, and, I, I, you know, you actually see them. You know, the celebration in Milwaukee, that was kind of a big hurdle. I thought, you know, you could see them all say, hey, this is validate. We can do this. And then up next is the Dodgers. And now they're saying to themselves, we're doing this. You and I both know any walk of life, whatever walk of life you're in, whatever your job is, your career, when you are able to achieve and you see that validation, it almost you know, tells you that anything's possible. So, um, you know, again, I don't think it's going to – these next two games, I don't think they're going to be easy. Tonight wasn't easy. I knew, you know, I was on some shows today, and I said, look, I think this is going to be a regular game, meaning, like, there'll be some adversity. But they never trailed in this game. Mm-mm. There wasn't really that much adversity. So they may find that on Wednesday. They may have to play on Thursday and find it. But I think they're equipped uh, to deal with it. And what's crazy is – 
the Dodgers don't look as equipped because, you know, and I know there's a lot of talk about the layoff or whatever, but they just, they don't really have it rolling right now, you know, and the D-backs is like, this is a train that is, that is moving fast. Mm-hmm. And so you might just not know what hit you, I think, is what they're thinking here. I did love that locker room or clubhouse celebration in Milwaukee and Tori Lovello's speech uh, that had to be bleeped out in multiple places. That was fantastic. But, yes, oozes confidence. So you can find Jody on Twitter at Jody underscore Jackson. Diamondbacks TV host and reporter was there in Milwaukee. will be there Wednesday night for a sold-out chase field and the Dodgers on the brink of elimination. And these Diamondbacks, something special. Thank you so much for a couple of minutes. It's great to connect with you. Yes, same here, Amy. I appreciate the time, and uh, we will see what happens. It's going to be exciting in Phoenix. We were kind of set up for this last year in the National League when it was Phillies and Padres who ended up making it to the NLCS. Padres finally falling short, right? But they come up through the NL West. They run into the Phillies who were... I'm not a big believer in team of destiny much because of all the adversity you face along the way that I think simplifies it and takes away some of the credit, the degree of difficulty to be one of the last two teams standing. We're talking about mountains and to throw destiny into it. Well, I do believe everything happens for a reason. To throw destiny into it almost seems to minimize the challenge of being one of the last teams. Being a team that can compete for a title. The way the Phillies played last year, it built confidence. And to have both the Braves and the Dodgers out, the big bads, and then to think about the possibilities that could happen again to a pair of wild cards... And while it's the Diamondbacks, not the Padres this year, we could potentially be looking at two wild cards again that move to the NLCS from the East and the West. So maybe from their perspective, Phillies and Diamondbacks, there's something to be said for having to go toe-to-toe with the best in the regular season. But it would just blow my mind. I'm not counting any chickens. I have no idea how these two series are going to play out. Only that now the Dodgers have to win three in a row. And only that the Phillies have confidence from been there, done that. Not that long ago. And division rivalries or division battles, you can't really call Dodgers, Diamondbacks a rivalry as much. But division battles, they have a a separate feel to them, a different level and layer of familiarity that means so often it doesn't go according to odds, what looks to be a favorite on paper, blah, blah, blah. Please. If it always worked out the way that people predicted or the way it looked, we wouldn't watch sports. Eh, pay attention at all. and eh, know how that's going to go. Boring. On Twitter, A-Law Radio. Also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Are we ready to do TD of the week? Okay, your choices for touchdown of the week. Week five is now in the books. That's Cray. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's coming up next. After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. It's a Touchdown Tuesday on After Hours. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the pylon. Touchdown. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Hey, the guy missed. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Top. The feathers helping into the end zone. Touchdown. To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855-212-4227. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Single back as ETN gets the handoff running over the left side, finds a hole at the 30. He's free at the 20. Left numbers to the 10. Breaks a tackle and he's into the end zone. Touchdown, Jaguars. A 35-yard run for Travis Etienne Jr. His second touchdown of the game, and this one should ice it in London. Jaguars 24, Bills 13, 2.56 to play in the fourth. The New York Jets. 41 seconds remaining. Second and 10, Denver at their own 41-yard line. They still have one timeout. The Jets again show blitz. Russell Wilson in the shotgun. Are the Jets going to bring pressure? Yes, they will. Russell Wilson being chased. He'll be sacked. The ball pops out. Loose on the far side. It's scooped up. Bryce Hall runs down the right sideline at the 10-5. Touchdown. The San Francisco 49ers. Here's an end around and a flea flicker. Back to Brock Purdy. Takes a shot down the sideline to George Kittle. Kittle all the way to the end zone. Touchdown! San Francisco! With a little razzle-dazzle reverse flea flicker. They flip it to McCaffrey. He flips it back to Debo. Debo flips it to Purdy, and Purdy drops it to George Kittle down the sideline. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers down two. 
Trying to get into at least field goal range. Here's the shotgun snap. Blitz. He's back. He throws it down the near sideline. Pickens has it. Pittsburgh Steelers touchdown. Pickett to Pickens. 41 yards. And you have to be here. It's a go route and go he did. That's as sweet as my Aunt Nelly's blueberry pie, baby. <laughs> what a hit by that. My goodness. That's just sensational. I can't even believe that I just saw what I saw. <laughs> I saw it and I don't believe it. Oh, man. Well, those are your candidates for After Hours Touchdown of the Week. The poll will be up here momentarily on Twitter, After Hours CBS, and on our Facebook page. From London, Jacksonville Jaguars. Maybe they do want to move across the pond. After staying there for over a week, they come away with two wins. And most recently against Buffalo, even as the the Bills are able to make a charge late in the game, it's Travis Etienne who has a pair of fourth-quarter touchdowns. A 35-yarder that breaks loose is a stunner to the Bills. With the call, J.P. Shadrick on Westwood One Radio. The New York Jets, well, they go Brees Hall and they go Bryce Hall. And against their, well, against the devil that is Sean Payton, who dares to call out Nathaniel Hackett, they're able to come away with a big victory in Denver. Bryce Hall with the scoop and score after Quincy Williams Strip sacked one Russell Wilson and actually did it with one hand. Gosh, it was beautiful. Uh, Bob was using with the call on Jets radio for the Niners. Well, a little trickeration never hurt anyone. Keeps the defense honest, though. In this case, the defense had no chance. 42 points for the San Francisco 49ers and George Kittle with a trifecta, with a hat trick, with a hmm. Trying to think of another word for a... With a threesome. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. That's Greg Papa. We use the Greg Papa call, right? Yes. Greg Papa and company on Niners Radio. And finally, the Steelers, who get the game-winning touchdown against the Ravens. 80-yard drive, but really half of it is picket to pickens. How many times I heard that? Over the weekend, 41-yard touchdown catch. The call with the Steelers Radio Network and Bill Hillgrove as lead. So you can vote now on Twitter or Facebook, retweeting A-Law Radio, but it's always originating from our show account. And Marco Belletti's here in studio. I suspect I've been waiting for you to come back to tell you this story so that you can know how gross I am. <laughs> Although I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be gross, but I suspect okay. as a father of three, you see kids eat some pretty gross stuff, right? They grab things off the floor. They do whatever. Yeah, they're disgusting. Right, okay. So <laughs> I'm driving into work, and I was feeling a little bit of a hunger pang. And so I'm eating goldfish because I love goldfish. They're mm-hmm. easy. They're out of a bag, as you see. Right here, I've got the bag of goldfish with me. Uh, it's pretzel goldfish, but I did mix in some extra cheddar because I have a box of them at home. So I kind of mix it up, and <laughs> shake it, and... I'm jumping the gun. Usually I wait until I get to work and I have my snack when I get here, but I was hungry. So I'm fishing out a few goldfish. The bag is in my tote. And of course, I end up spilling a handful. All right. So I kind of feel a few go on my lap into my floorboard. And I felt like 
a couple of them ended up in the floorboard of the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those times where you just, who knows, if I hit something, I have no idea. But I'm driving 70 miles down the highway, so I can't really pick them up. I, I would think not. I tried to turn on the overhead light to see if any of them were within reach, and I didn't see any of them, so I had to let it go. Well, that was in my own floorboard where my feet were. That would have been kind of gross. But I look over and there's a goldfish on the floor of the passenger side. Mm-hmm. Thinking, oh, well, there's one. Okay. So I can reach over without wrecking myself or anyone around me. Mm-hmm. I reach over, I grab it, and what do I do? I pop it into my mouth. Only to realize, oh, no, that's an old goldfish. That one's been there a while. It is not one of the ones that I oh. just dropped. How do I know? Are you ready for this? Ick. I feel like a boy child. I right away take a bite, and it's as stale as heck. I mean, mm-hmm. it's almost melting in my mouth because it's so stale. And even worse, because I frequently transport Penny in my car, it's covered in hair. So I, no, I know, so oh. disgusting, so gross. I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> so I pop that thing in my hair, my hair, sorry, pop that thing in my mouth, and right away I'm like, so again driving down the road 70 miles per hour i start (laughs) coughing it up into my and not only is it stale goldfish but for the next few miles i'm like (laughs) trying to get hair out of my mouth so 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 gross that'll teach me I've always been that kind of a kid who, hey, if it's not down there very long, I'll just pick it up and eat it. Because what's the big deal? If it's That's on, dangerous. If it's on the ground for five seconds, how dirty can it get? Well, this felt like it was more like five weeks that it had been on the floorboard of my car. Apparently, I eat goldfish frequently in my car. And yes, wow. covered in dog hair. It's almost as though the goldfish had grown hair. While it was down there. But I didn't see any of that in the dark because I'm driving along the highway in the dark and I didn't really look. I just reached down. I grabbed the goldfish and down it. And yeah, yes, nasty. I did immediately regret that no. decision. It was disgusting. What is wrong with me? Don't answer that question. I would say in the future, mm. here's the thing. Yeah. You is this what ha- you tell your kids? No, no, no. No. <laughs> Uh, the, the the bag of goldfish that you still had, it still mm-hmm. had goldfish in it, right? It did. The one that it, you just it, it did. rattled it's, for it's me. It's right here. Right. So next time, when you drop them, <laughs> just leave let them. Let those go. When you stop, I... you can pick them up when you stop. Okay. So while you're still driving, go to the full bag. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how we, you know, correct this as we move forward. It just it had only been down there for a few seconds, yeah, so I yeah, thought. But see, apparently. <laughs> There's a possibility that it won't be, and more importantly, uh, I would think dog hair clings quickly, so even if it was only down there for a few seconds, you don't know, plus you don't know how you picked it up, you kind of maybe have to scrape it to pick it up. Oh, it was so gross. So, I would say... And I don't mean just one dog hair, I mean it was... It was it was growing new dog hair. Yeah, I would say stick to the bag. Yes, um, fine. While the car is in transit. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah, when when you stop. Then, then you pick them up. And then whether or not you want to eat them at that point, that's up to you. But I would say try to avoid, you know, reaching for food while you're driving. I would stick I to the food that's already right in front Sometimes of you. Sometimes I get hungry. Yeah, I would stick to the full bag. That's, that's, that's a little safer. 
Yeah, I, I would start there, and then again, you know. Now, if the bag's empty, then it's different. Then, then, then no. you know, then we're into desperate times. If I'm times. starving, well, then we're into desperate been, times. The bag is empty. You're still for hungry. You're driving. Then, then, then right. I understand. The bag's there. Mm. Stick to the bag. Don't worry about the ones that have fallen away. Yeah, okay, let those go. Okay, fine. Lesson learned, and a lesson learned that was, well, it was one not soon to be forgotten. All of, I mean, I'm not kidding. A couple miles down the road, I was still like. That's disgusting. <laughs> it was disgusting. That's Everything's disgusting. okay. No, it sucks. Yeah, that's, 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 that's awful. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm just saying that I'm probably not alone. There maybe are kids around the world who reach down and pick up things off the floorboard of the car and eat them. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I mean, well, I'm sure I my children my do that lesson. constantly. I know they do that in the living room. <laughs> Oh, I've seen that. It's just, it, it was an innocent mistake. It felt like it just, it, that had to be one of the ones I dropped. I'm hungry. But uh, thank you. But now there are probably five or six of them in the car that I, because I clearly didn't pick up one that I had just dropped there. Right. So, and, you know. and, and again, that's, look, you probably should get them when the car stopped and you should probably look. You're and, right. And maybe, you are right. And, and look, I, I'm not going to be the one to be like, oh, oh well, no, you got go right. to the, you gotta go and you got to vacuum out the car. Like, I, I'm, I'm lazy with that stuff, too. So I understand they wind up underneath the seat and you never see them again. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're just there. And you're like, how the hell did this get here? Yeah. But I get that. I get that. But I would, again, when you're driving, <laughs> stick to the food that's, you know, in the bag or wherever they're from, like the origination of where right, they're from right. and anything that. Falls away, you leave that for another day. At least I didn't drive off the road trying to get a nasty, stale, hair-covered goldfish. There could have been that. There There, could have been that. (laughs) Could have been much worse. um, I don't fear sudden death. I mean, I guess. Although, if you need to, like, swerve off the road to get a goldfish, now I'm going to question your driving skills. Because, I mean, I think you can can handle that. But like I said, I would just stick to stuff that's there and not anything that's in the floorboards. Just floorboards is gone. When you're actually moving, forget about that. Got it. That's it. it No more floorboard surfing. No more floorboard searching. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just had to get that off my chest. Thank you for still caring about me as your friend anyway. Mm. Disgusting. (laughs) It was gross. Oh, so gross. It's after. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hours with Amy Lawrence, and I'm gross. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Mason is the running back. Purdy takes the snap, tosses it to Mason, running left, cuts it up along the numbers, finds a lane, and he's gone to the end zone. Touchdown, Jordan Mason. Touchdown, 49ers. A 26-yard touchdown run. You can turn out the lights here in Santa Clara. 
41-10, 49ers. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Ryan Radke on Westwood One. George Kittle has three touchdowns against that Dallas defense, but the capper is the Jordan Mason run right through the middle, right through the heart of the defense, and 42 points it is against a stingy defense that was giving up just over 10 points per game, one of the best in the NFL until Sunday Night Football. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. If you missed my conversation with Kate Rooney from the Bay Area with KRON Channel 4, I asked her, how did so many other teams, and actually, we should say all teams, because every team passed by Brock Purdy multiple times in the NFL draft. Sure, the Niners decided to spend a draft pick on him, though, to be frank, they could have had him without a draft pick because he would have been a free agent. They could have signed him immediately once the draft was done, but they didn't want to take that chance. They waited until the very end. Every other team bypassed Brock Purdy more than once. How did that happen? Her answer was really insightful. And actually, Brock has been asked the the question over and over again. So I hope that you'll check that out. Uh, And is there a weak point? Is there an Achilles heel for the San Francisco 49ers? She tells you what she thinks it is. They must have a weakness, right? You can find all of our conversations from my Twitter, A-Law Radio. They're in separate files. And then we podcast the entire show every weekday morning. That's available for you on our show Twitter, on our Facebook page, or, man, you could just bookmark uh, whatever link you use, whatever service you use to get your podcasts. Uh, make sure you bookmark and and save After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Our phone number, 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4227. Micah Parsons is quickly becoming my favorite athlete who hosts a podcast. Uh, he does his on Mondays. See, Tom Brady, you're just going to have to scooch over. And following that humiliating loss to the San Francisco 49ers, he actually wanted to get George Kittle's attention. George Kittle had three touchdowns on us, and he posted this thing to IG. He said, F Dallas. I just feel like he's making it more, way more personal than it had to be. Kittle's my guy, but I'm going to say this. Laugh now, cry later. We got something for that. Just trust. If we see them again, just trust. And we're going to put it just like that. I ain't going to put too much on it. You're going to make it personal. We can make it personal. That's cool. Laugh now, cry later. <laughs> Wait, I got to hear it again. Laugh now, cry later, George Kittle. George Kittle had three touchdowns on us, and he posted this thing to IG. He said, F Dallas. I just feel like he's making it more, way more personal than it had to be. Kittle's my guy, but I'm going to say this. Laugh now, cry later. We got something for that. Just trust. If we see them <laughs> again, just trust. And we're going to put it just like that. I ain't going to put too much on it. You're going to make it personal. We can make it personal. That's cool. Dallas fans, do you just trust? Do you just trust that... This has awakened a monster and that George Kittle can laugh now and cry later. Do you trust what Micah Parsons is saying? And do you believe, Micah, that Cowboys and Niners are still neck and neck, baby? I think we match up well with them. I just don't think we played to the same standard they played with yesterday. And it started with, you know, the preparation. You know, you go into any type of fight, you go into any type of game, and you would think, like, man, like, 
were ready, but you know, they had every counterattack. Uh they outschemed us, and that's just the truth of it. You know, they were prepared for everything we was in, uh, everything we was prepared to do, and we just didn't help ourselves at that. Well, they definitely didn't play well, and it wasn't just the defense. There's plenty of blame to go around. But Micah actually suggests maybe the Cowboys weren't where they were supposed to be in terms of of the preparation and the mindset. My hat's off to Kyle Shanahan and how he prepared. Um, I definitely think he was prepared for us. And uh, I don't think that, you know, we were positioned, we were put in a position to be prepared for what they have. Huh. Huh. Laugh now, cry later, he says. Trust. Do you trust? I do like his podcast. Last week, he was defending Zach Wilson, and look what happened. Zach, buoyed by the confidence of Micah Parsons, the wind beneath his wings. Well, it's not like Zach had some banner performance, but even though his team, well, even though he ended up with a late interception and his team left a lot of points out there, a win is a win is a win is a win, which is more than you can say about the Cowboys this weekend, right? Salty team. Laugh now, cry later. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 